0: Praise his name. Amen. Father God, man, as we come to you tonight, everything that we do in this house tonight, everything that we're about, is all for you. Let us stop thinking of ourselves and let's do it all for once in our lives. Let's surrender and give you a chance. Father God, Lord, we come to you tonight because we choose to work diligently and faithfully right where we are knowing that you will speak to us and others on our behalf. You will promote me. You will promote everyone that calls on your name. Tonight, salvation begins. 2020, new vision, new you. Father God, be with us in everything that we do tonight. I ask for these things and all things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Whoo, I tell you what, man, if that don't do it for you, then nothing will. Ooh, nothing else. Man, it took a long time for me to sit there and take a grip on that. What do you mean, nothing else? I can't do nothing for me no more? No. Because everything you do, you ought to know what happened. You've been trying it your way for, but man, how long y'all been doing it your way? Shoot. And then instead of calling me on the phone, worrying me to death. Hey, man, i got a whole bunch of problems. You don't say. Um, well, I know a guy that's got some problems too, me. So can we talk about them and fix them? When are you going to come to me and do that? When are you going to align yourself where well, you can do that? You see how you're going to do this? We're going to change your mind tonight. Let's take a minute, man. We're going to get some mind feel going in here. I'm going to read you a little story, man, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to dig deep because I want you all to understand. I want you to receive it from now on. Because I, I, get, I get excited sometimes and I'll tell you eight stories and, in one sentence and everybody's like this, well, it started off, and then they, it's different. Okay, so here we're gonna do it. I'm gonna take it slow and steady. We're gonna start from the top because everybody ain't so hyped for them. ADHD and stuff. So I'm gonna, you know, You got to put the H in there, because I know I got it. Uh, let me take a little sip. Well, they're going to have some fun, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Y'all ready for 2020 for real, man? Man, look here. One more time, man, so I can feel it. Everybody in here that believes in Jesus Christ, give him a clap. Of. <laughs> Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, boy, this feels good. In Exodus 3, 1 through 10, we're going to get started. Man, let me look around. Let me tell y'all something. Whether y'all believe it or not, I know a lot of people say things, but let me, let me tell you with everything, I'm talking about to my soul, to my core. I love each and every one of y'all for coming out and giving yourselves to the mission, the vision, and the purpose that he's called you to do. I'm going to, I want y'all to learn this year though, because there's no good for me to get up here because see, he believed in me to do these things. So now that he's brought this to my attention that I have a gift to give it to others, I need you to understand you need to believe in yourselves enough because you have the same power to pass it on to someone else. So when I'm up here and I'm giving this message, I need you to receive this message. Take it. Don't just take it and just sit in here with it. Take it out these walls and bring it to someone else that needs it. That is our purpose. There's no reason if I'm up here and you're just sitting around going in the service, whether you're at the church house or whatever like that, whatever you do, If you're not making another disciple out of another person that's in your circle, you're not doing your job because that's what all this is about. It's not nothing else. I'm telling you, like I said from the beginning, when I started out with a little (laughs) bitty plastic table over there with six people and they were all my friends. That I didn't care if it was just them six people that came with me every week to study this word and believe that's good enough for me because it's not about filling this room with a bunch of people. It's about making disciples out of people that's filling this room. So I need you to dig deep and receive when you come in the house. Because I'm here because I believe in you enough to do what I'm doing. I don't come in here and do what I'm doing just because I ain't got nothing else to do on Friday nights. I live for Jesus. I love what he does. He died for me. I'm going to die for him doing his work. And I need y'all on the same team. And if y'all are ready, just give it a chance. I see it talked about a lot of times. Well, if you give my church house or whatever place you're in, a year will change your life. No, give Jesus a year and he's going to change your life. No place, no building is going to change anything. You are going to have to put in the work. We're going to talk about it right now here. Shoulder to the plow. Exodus 3, 1 through 10. He was like, I'm just going to start from one and we're not even going to read all that. We're just going to hit one of the finer points and we're going to move on because we're going to hit some stuff that y'all can really get fed on tonight. Y'all ready to get fed? I know your belly's full already, but check it out. We're going to get spiritually fed in here tonight. I'm ready, man. Look here, I'm up here sweating like an old stuffed hog. You know what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit's in the place. One day, while Moses was taking care of the sheep and goats of his father-in-law Jethro, the angel of the Lord appeared to him as a flame. God said, it's time for you to go back. I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the people of Israel, out of Egypt. Now, I know that everything that I just said to a lot of people that maybe you had heard the story or you don't know really who uh, the father-in-law Jethro is. Or, you know what I'm saying, Pharaoh, and you're not asking what he's doing. So this is how I do it when I'm reading the Bible. This is how I got to where I'm at. I didn't go in here so it wouldn't sound so confusing because you read that and it sounds confusing to you. So now this is how you're going to start your year off. Forget all that stuff. When you're reading, you've got got Jethro and, 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 and Pharaoh and them. You put yourself in the place of these people, okay? He's calling you to lead these people out of your Egypt because we're in a land that is suffering. Now it's up to us to take, we got to do this thing right here. We got to be the Moses of today because Moses is not walking with us no more. Just like he said, I'm only going to walk with you a short time and then I'm gone, okay? Jesus is gone. So now it's up to us to take over and do his work. So it's the same thing. So when you're reading this Bible, you place yourself in there and he's calling you to do it. The believers, the faithful ones that know that they can make a difference. You are called to do something and that's your purpose. Everybody's always asking me all the time, well, what can I do? What is my purpose? Well, I'm telling you what your purpose is. is to read, to study, to learn this word and then take it out to other people. So why you, you, you're applying this to your life? Does everybody so far, everybody so good? Now y'all are going to be whoever you want to be. You can pick Moses. Your, your buddy on the left could be Pharaoh. And then all these people can be Egypt. Whatever y'all you want to do it at your house. But you got to make it come to life so that people can understand, so they can take it out. Because everybody, you know, saying don't understand. But if you place yourself in these characters and take it out there, you'll be okay. Watch it. It's going to come to life. Watch your your scenarios. Everything is all confusing to you. Now, you get it? When the world tells you, market yourself. Sell yourself. Build your portfolio. Remember that God is the one who promotes you. So while you're building something for yourself, guess what? You've got a promoter that ain't going to let you down. You're going to be at the best shows all the time with the best crowds. He's going to put you in every place you need to be. So don't be scared to go out there and promote Jesus. He's got your back. He's got your back. You're not going to fail. When you talk about him, you can't fail. You can't fail. In the Bible, when great heroes of faith were called, they were always working, not promoting themselves. David was shepherding. Elisha was driving oxen. Moses was taking care of his father-in-law's animals. Diligently, dirtily, and thanklessly, they worked through danger, stench, and discomfort. I know y'all don't even like none of that, do you? Y'all don't like to be in dangerous situations, but that's a lie because y'all sit there, man. Everybody like myself, a recovering addict and stuff, used to be put in so many dangerous situations, it don't make sense. Even somebody that just drinks and stuff and drives, you're in a dangerous situation. Now, you'll go do all those things. You'll put yourself in all those dangerous positions, but you won't go out here and fight for what's right. That makes no sense to me. It's time to do that. Go ahead and put yourself in the danger. I'm going to put myself on the front line for Jesus. Y'all got to be ready to do the same thing. I don't care. Take a bullet, whatever. CIA, I'll be whatever I got to be. That guy, I'm jumping in front of him. He can shoot me and do whatever he wants to. But I need to protect him so I can get to where I'm going. That's the same thing that you need to do for your brothers and sisters. And the way you do that, you learn this. So you can take him and protect him. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't got to go out there and practice. I was just kidding. Don't be taking your little pistols out trying to shoot each other and all that stuff. It don't work like that. You're going to die. So check it out. Just slow down. Danger, stench, discomfort. Nobody likes to be, they hate that. That's the worst thing in the world. I hear people all the time, I ain't comfortable doing that. Oh, you ain't comfortable talking about Jesus. But you was just sitting beside me on Wednesday doing like this. Oh, we love Jesus. Then you go out there like that. Uh-huh. And somebody asks you a question. I don't know if I'm ready for that. You know, I don't know if I can talk to him. What do you mean you can't talk to him about it? You were just hallelujah. If you're scared to talk about him, but you'll go talk about something stupid. But if they bring up something crazy, like they say, hey, man, did you hear about such and such? Oh, y'all all in there like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, what, what, what happened? What, what, what did the girl do? Blah, blah, blah. Who blah. Oh, she sleeping with? Her, blah, blah. Then you spread that everywhere. But you don't, you don't want to spread Jesus nowhere because you're scared what people think. It's uncomfortable, ain't it? Well, it makes me feel uncomfortable when you try to come to me with that gossip and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to hear that. How about real Christians don't like to hear that stuff? So let's change everybody's mind out there. You know what I'm saying? That's what keeps everybody away from doing what he has called us to do because we don't look like no different than the world. It's time to truly not just talk about it. It's time to be about it. You truly got to look different than everybody else or they're not going to believe in Jesus. They're going to say, what are you talking about this man? You're doing the same thing. You're drinking, you're smoking, you're partying, you're cussing. What, what, what reason to come to him? And I had, a, I had a gut check just this week on stuff like that. Uh, and and I've, got to, and I've got to do that because it's, it's, it's time to change. It's time for me to become mature in my walk. All the playing and all them games and stuff, it's got to stop. Because when you do that, then it leaves doors open to do other things. Now you think it's comfortable over here. Now I'm doing something over here, but I know it's not right to do with her, but I can do it with them over there. And so you're just still playing both sides of the fence. It's time to get serious about your life and your walk. What you going to do? You done recovered. You're in recovery. No, you're not going to get it right. in One day, you're going to be working on this all the way to the grave. So don't think that I'm just talking up here and you're going to get right in 90 days and everybody's going to be perfect. It don't happen. It don't exist. But you got to try your hardest. you got to try your hardest. You know, because they're always talking about you can't be cussing on Tuesday and then go worship it on Sunday. It just don't work out. It don't work out. There was a great post today that I just read. It was about, yeah, about if you are having sex and you're outside of marriage, or you are doing drugs and you're doing all them things, you still go to church. That is correct. But that doesn't mean just because you go to church that you continue to do those things. Some way or the other, you got to change. That's what he called you to do. He just, like, just like the woman at the well. He said, go and do it no more. He didn't say, go keep going through the towns and doing all them things, and I'm, I'm going to be okay with it. He's given you a chance. He's done saved you from whatever you, situation you was in. Now it's time to do what he asked you to do. Don't do it no more. So it's hard. It's hard, man. All of it's hard. Is it going to happen in one day? No, it's not. No, it's not. You might fight this battle. And some of y'all, and, and when I say that, please, if you're with somebody out there, please tell the people out there what, what I said on the video. That doesn't mean go to Vegas or anybody and go get, pay $20 at Just a Piece and start getting married so y'all can have sex. Don't do that. That's stupid. All right. Because then you're going to get a divorce anyway. And then there you go. You're right back in another situation. Now you're doing two things that he told you not to do. Then you got married, then you got divorced. stuff. That's all. That Don't form a pattern. Just pay attention. Try your hardest. Do your best. God will do the rest. I promise you that. As we go on, God saw them working hard. He spoke to others on their behalf and anointed them. Do you think their gift in calling or sweet spot was laboring in the fields? No. They were created to be a king, a prophet, a father of faith but they each work hard where they were before God promoted them. You got to do something where you are before you get promoted. It's just like in a job. See, here, I'm going to use another analogy. Same thing. To get to be a supervisor on your job, you got to put in work. You got to show yourself approved before you get blessed with something else. But I see people all the time. I don't know why they got the promotion. I didn't. What was you doing at that job? And then sometimes don't worry about them. Even if you don't, you know you work hard, it don't matter. Let them sort it out. Don't get mad and hate on them. You just keep working hard. That's what people don't understand. Every time something bad happens, you want to give up. And I'm going to talk about it tonight. My brother, prime example, this week. Got a white hat at the shipyard. Been doing it for a while. Just because he didn't get the promotion he wanted, now he's mad. Putting in applications with everybody else. That's crazy. Will you go ahead and put it? The same thing is going to happen to you at any job you go to because you're looking for something different. It's all about you. Ain't nothing we can do about what the world thinks. All you can do is make them a, be a, to a liar. Make them be a liar about you. They can say that you're not worthy and stuff. You just continue to do hard work and keep doing the labor that you was called to do. Don't give up and be quitting. That's what everybody does. They quit. Yeah, God promotes you. You got a promoter. He's going to put you where you need to be, wherever you at. If you had a $7 an hour job, that's where you need to be. Don't be worried about being the manager yet. You ain't ready to be the manager. You can't even manage your life. You know what I'm saying? You was mad because you tried to get out of bed this morning. Then you want to go manage a whole bunch of people. What, so you could tell all of them go to sleep and quit? You can't do that. So stay where you are until he promotes you. I had to. I'm ready. I'm running all the time. Oh, I found out about Jesus. I got out of prison running crazy. And he tripped me. Boom. And I fell down. I was like, God, dog, skimmed my face. I'm like, what's that for, man? He said, you ain't ready to go over there yet. Sit down. Hooping and hollering, talking about all that Jesus stuff. You don't even know what you're talking about. So I had to sit down. Then I learned about it. I got back in here. He said, here you go, man. Do a little work, man. I'll promote you in a little bit. I got promoted. You know what? I'm looking for my next one. But until he calls me to do that, I'm going to stay right here. Just like they asked me, they said, man, you want to come over here and preach at this big church? No, I ain't ready to preach at no big church yet. I'm ready right here. He'll, I'm, I'm, I'm OK right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm following him, not nobody else. You ain't going to just tell me a good story. Oh, you talk good. You preach good. You, you sing good. Come on over here. We're going to make a big mega church. No, we ain't. It's going to be a mega church for one month then both of us are going to be without a job because I don't even know what I got myself into and you was just wanting to do stuff for your own self-pleasure. You wanted to pack your house for money. I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for free gift of salvation so I can give it to other people. That's why we ain't going to go around here. I ain't got my hand out, but my truck note is coming up. Will y'all help me out? (laughs) Just kidding. We'll go on before they start all over Facebook. Look, I told you. I told you he was still hustling. Let me get my papers. They're going everywhere. Man, ladies and gentlemen, man, look here. I know one thing for sure. Just like that song said, I am so proud to be a child of God, to know my place, to know that I can just take my time and I ain't got no worries. That's what I'm trying to let y'all know. Once y'all give yourself to him, you don't have to worry about your promotion or nothing. You're going to get fed. Everything's going to happen. On his time. It's not your time. So just wait a minute. Don't worry about the, you know, I know that people got health problems. Things is going wrong. Jobs, all this stuff like that. But I'm telling you, you just keep faithfully serving him and being obedient. Your door is going to get open. And then it's going to be your time to get promoted. Stay on him. Let him promote you. Quit trying to go out there and recruit your own promoters. Have all your friends out there. Rah, rah, rah. You know what I'm saying? Then you're in trouble. Mind fuel. We'll talk about that. What consumes your mind determines your performance. That's why you need to be careful of what you feed your body, your children, your pets, and even your car. Put the wrong gas in it, breaks down, don't it? You tell the kid the wrong thing, what they do. That's right. Even if you tell them the right thing, you know, but hey, that's that's just what happens, you know what I'm saying? But it's you that they watch. The world out there, it's all of us they watch. They're not going to be nothing. If you let them uh, participate in bad things, guess what they're going to do? Bad things. And sometimes you can't save everybody. Some people just got to go find out for themselves. I did, and a lot of other people did. But I'm telling you, if you stand up together, like, like we're here tonight, just think if we all come together, and everywhere we went, they seen all of us together. And we was doing like this, and we was all praising them to the mountaintops. All talking about Jesus. And everybody's like, this, wow, them crowd over there. They're going to want to be a part of that. But when they just see two over here, and they know that 50 people walked out there, and only two of them's talking about Jesus, kind of skeptical about that. Think about it here tonight. Think about what you've been doing. What have you been feeding your mind? What have you been participating in all last year? Let's forget about it. Let's put it down. Forget about it. we start a new year right now. It's time to do it. We're going to get your mind right. Get some fuel for it. All right? See, your thoughts influence your emotions and your behavior. The Bible says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23.7. So if your heart's thinking about, I got to go get some dope, guess where you're going to go? Oh, sure. I'm going to get divorced. That's what you're going to do. Whatever is on your heart and in your mind is what you're going to do. So you got to start feeding it something. Feed this good stuff right here. The good for you now. You know what I'm saying? Do you believe that? Because you tried everything else. You've been feeding yourself all type of lies. I've been feeding myself worry. I've been feeding myself confusion, anger. Been going through all the things. And all that does is get a big old bowl of mess. Big old bowl of mess in your mind. Then you're all over the place. You're scattered, can't think, can't do the right things. And you know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you all something. When you do that to your mind, that's what I learned a lot, long time ago, the guy, that doctor told me when I was in prison. He's like, man, do you know that all your worry and all this stuff like that? That's why you see that guy over there and, and you see people like you'll be in ministry or whatever like that. You'll see them. They'll start something. Hair be all dark. About five years down the road, boy, they white headed as a mug. Don't worry themselves to death. That's what happens to folks. You see what I'm saying? Because you worry yourself to death. It's bad for your health, too. Then you're going to wonder why I'm so sick all the time. I'll tell you why. Because you worry too much. Stay still. Let him promote you. Quit trying to promote yourself. You can't go get nowhere faster. It's just like I told a story before. You remember how you do like this? You go down the highway and you ride, run, run, and then the car's going slow. So you don't want to do it. So you whip around them and boom, Uh uh-huh. Both of y'all got stopped at the same red light. Stupid. You ain't going nowhere quicker than anybody else. So sit still. Let him promote you. You what you think? Because you was going faster, the light was gonna turn green faster? No. So just slow down. Slow down for a minute. Think. Jesus said a good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. Matthew 7:18. In other words, good thinking can't produce bad results. Just as bad thinking can't produce good results. So if you, around, you you walking around your whole life, negative Nancy, guess what? Your whole life is going to be negative. But you steady thinking it's something positive. I wish something would come good and positive in my life. Well, if you think about it sometime, it might. Every time, like my, like my coworker, it don't matter. He watches all the time, but he knows God bless his heart. Every time we start a job, he dooms it before it starts. There ain't no way we're going to finish this job in two weeks. There ain't but three of us. I said, man, we finished every job we do all year long. What well, is this different than this job? I'm just saying, look at it, man. I said, man, I looked at it before we did the bid on it. We're going to quit dooming it. I told him to go home, do, do something, hang out with some women, get a dress or something. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Go go find a social club, play bridge or something for a living. You know, I don't know. Get on ESPN and do something. Brooke, uh, I think that's what they play or something. <laughs> somebody was playing something at this. Oh boy! I tell you what, we was at a. We went out. I, I can't say the name of the place we was at. And I'm talking about you. Talking about something driving somebody crazy. I, I got way too many squirrels going on. These people was over here at this at this place we was eating, and they over there got a dice game on the table. There's eight people. That's what he needs to do. I'm gonna tell him to join them old women at the dice game. They was up there playing Yahtzee or whatever they called it. It wasn't even Yahtzee. It was little people's paper. And I'm up. You know, we trying to talk, and I'm like, and she's over there five. I sex. I am like Jesus Christ. You know what I am saying, but but you know that's where this comes in. At, you know what I am saying. So your mind? You want to get up, kick the table, knock out, take all the dice up, and say you don't play no more. Y'all go home. We trying to talk, but you don't. You let them play. And I said, you know that's that's I got to get through it. So I am sweating right now talking about it, I was so angry. <laughs> but you can't get angry. You just take a deep breath and you be like this. But God, everybody can't be everybody. There's always going to be somebody around you that's annoying. Somebody that's going to get promoted in your job ahead of you. And that person that you think that should be in jail ain't going to go to jail, but you do. That was the worst thing when I went all the time. It was like this: Man, look at we. We finna go to prison, and they didn't even get caught. Well, so what? We did. So we finna go to prison. So what are we talking about him for? Well, we need to go tell on him. No, we don't. Man, just get away. Go to sleep. Because I'm not doing none of that. I got caught. I'm going to prison. So look, if you can't do that. Think good. Good things will happen. Think bad. Bad things will happen. Because even if you're telling that man, guess what? This is what they didn't understand when we was in a car. And we go in there in the car, and, and the dude said, man, I'm going to go tell. I'm going to go tell, man. We're gonna get a, I'm going to get me a sentence reduction. I said, all right, well, check this out. See, if you going to tell, then guess what? Then you got to tell them why you know so much about that crime. So now you're guilty, too. So you stupid, <laughs> shut up, okay? And either get in the car or I'm going to take you out of the car and you ain't going to say nothing. But that was then. I think good now. So I'm producing good fruit. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and on we go. The law of exposure. That was next. Huh? I just exposed myself. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, the, law, the Bible says, do not be shaped by this world. Instead, be changed within by a new way of thinking. You always think about what you are exposed to the most. So whatever you're surrounded by the most, that's what you're going to think about. So it's time to stop exposing yourself to things that are bad. Given violence, lust, greed, portrayed by the media, it's not surprising that crime and all the sexual immorality is on the rise. You can't just say, I'm going to read this magazine, watch this program, listen to this music, but it won't affect me. That's a lie. You listen to bad stuff, you read bad stuff, it's going to affect you. I'm tired of people saying like this. I was jamming out the other day at the gym when I was working out. I was lifting little boots in there and blah blah blah. And it don't affect me. Yeah, it does you talking to me crazy right now? You know, shoot, If you was listening to Lauren Daigle, you'd be like, "You say You see, you be singing good stuff. You wouldn't be talking about like this. Uh, my rims, my chain, blah 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 blah. You know, so what you doing, man? You can't do that. That's bad. I have to tell myself because I did it. I was in there with Skull Dugger and them. I don't even know why I was listening to them. But that was my past. And then when I listen to it, I'm working out and I'm having a good time. But I go in the car and I start riding. I'm like, man, man, I remember them days. And you start thinking about them days. You're like, man, them days. What? you Remember that? you had that money in them cars? And you see, if I keep planting that seed in my head, next thing you know, I don't even show up in this parking lot. I just keep on riding by. Everybody's like, well, where Lord at? Oh, you know, back in Beaumont, Texas. He he took an airplane last week. You know what I'm saying? They feds came not pick him up. He, he he him and Lil Bootsy. They, <laughs> skull Dugger, they all down there <laughs> listening to music together. <laughs> you just can't do it. It affects you. So who your circle is, who your friends, your music, all that stuff. It's time. Whatever you did last year, whatever you did before you got in here, it's time to throw it away right now. You got a chance. It's your choice. It's your choice. I'm asking you to Got to chunk it. I like the way you think. But you better because I find out you did something bad in school. I got you. <laughs> I was a violent offender one time. I know you ain't supposed to. We might as well tell the truth. What does it matter? They already know. <laughs> ain't like that. We don't know, Lord. Yeah, you do. Paul writes, remember what Christ taught and let his words enrich your lives and make you wise. Colossians 3.16. So when you need the right mind, you'll remember God's who gracious word can make you into what he wants you to be and give you everything you could possibly need. It's time to align your mind and ways of thinking to Christ. That's what I'm asking you to do this year. Whatever you did before you came in here, I need you to stop thinking the way you was thinking and start thinking fully for Christ. Surrender yourselves. It's all good. There's nothing in the book you can read to find that's gonna mislead you, misguide you or get you in trouble. It's only going to repair everything that's broken with inside you. And that's why I'm asking you to rely on your minds. Rely on your minds. Look here. I'm going to try to find this. This was good stuff, man. And it's right here. Psalms 119, 130. The entrance of your words gives light. So if you're listening to bad stuff and you're talking bad things, what do you think it does to another person? It destroys them on the inside. How do, you want to, how do you expect your community to change or anything, in your family or anything to change if you're steady breathing bad stuff into them? Amen. Amen. You have to get some kind of light. Reading the Bible will change your life. I just told you. I didn't say go get you, like the magazines he was talking about, don't you read, the National Choir and all that stuff and talk, talk about the little bitty funny people on the moon and the living neighborhoods and all that stuff. That ain't going to do nothing for you. I'm talking about reading this Bible and changing your life. In December 2005, listen to this article. Brian Harden says God told him to podcast the Bible. Harden writes, on New Year's Eve, when I read my first podcast, I said, I'm Brian. I have no broadcast experience. I really don't know what I'm doing, but I plan to read through the Bible this year. So this year, read through the Bible. He goes on to say, I already said he didn't know what he's doing. If you get this, here's my email address. I expected five people to sign up. That's what he expected. On New Year's Day of 2006, I had 257 responses. By June, the Daily Audible Bible had been downloaded 200,000 times. So do you know what you could do if you just breathe the Bible into your community? Look Look at everybody here. If you just take this to your little circle that you got, your little circle of friends, do you know how connected you can be? Look at the things that we have now, the technology that we can reach on that level. See, he even told us in the Bible about how that we were going to be able to do more things than he did when he, when he was here because he knew, he already foreseen that we were going to have technology. Our, our knowledge was going to be far better to reach people. And now it's time to do it. You are capable of doing things you have no understanding at this point. I understand that you don't know, but you will know if you just read and discover your gift, your power, and take it to someone. This guy just did. A little podcast, now following our, our sixth anniversary, it's been downloaded more than 51 million times and is still one of the top podcasts on iTunes. With more than 1.5 million downloads monthly, the Daily Auto Bible is one of the most listened to podcasts in the world. We've become a vast online family of prayers, and here's the Bible together. That's what we got to do. That's what these small groups are to. We're doing it every other Tuesday. The men are going to start on the 7th, then the women are going to do the 14th. I need y'all to get connected in a small group so y'all can let all your story out. I know you don't want to get on the stage. Everybody's not equipped to do them things, but that's where it starts. Small groups, connections. So you can pray together. You can find somebody. You can connect with a sister. And the brothers can connect with a brother so they have somebody to call on when their time of need. You need that in your life. Because without that, no support, no backbone, you're not going to make it. That's why this is so important, the gathering. Please reach out and take 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 advantage of that of these small groups because it's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference and invite your friends, invite this community. Everybody knows somebody that's broken and needs it. So get them. A father that needs help with a child, a, a mother that's going through a broken marriage, anything that you can think, a drug addict, whatever you got. They're going to fix it. You're not alone. You're not alone. It goes on from separated couples, had nothing left to do but to sign divorce papers, started listening to the Bible and found their marriages restored. I can tell you many stories of people who were hopeless. I mean, suicidally hopeless. There's people in this room right now that was there before. And then they've lost people in their family because they didn't know what to say and they didn't know what to do. You do now. You breathe life into them. You take this and you bring it into him because I'm going to tell you, the Bible has a voice. And if given a chance to speak in context, it will create amazing things in your heart. The Bible can transform even the most tangled life. And this I know. Because my life, you ever, you, I know you've been fishing. You remember your reel or when you try to cast and it got tied up in a the, in the tree and it was all tangled up. And you went over there for a minute and then you got frustrated and left alone. Uh-uh. When it's tangled like that, my life was that tangled. And I know some people in here was just like that. But God, when you start breathing life back into yourself, you have patience. You have vision. And you sit there and take one of them at a time and you untangle it and pull it apart. But what do we do? We take the whole reel and chunk it in the river. Don't even try to snap your line, cut it, try to reboot it, all that stuff. No. You get in this word and you start working for it. Don't just start over brand new and just keep on replacing the line because it don't get better because every time you cast, you're going to get hooked on something and it's going to snap and you're, you're going to get frustrated again. Take the time to take your tangled life and let God untangle it for you. Go to him. He's going to slowly pull it apart until it's all free again. And then you develop patience, kindness, love, understanding, perseverance, everything that he's told you that you're going to do by just un- letting him untangle it. Let him promote you. This year, your mind, let him untangle. Ladies and gentlemen, as we end this tonight, I want all heads bowed and eyes closed for a minute. Anybody in here under the sound of my voice that has not given their life to Christ, I would like that individual to raise their hand because I want to pray with them tonight. I want them to receive salvation in here so they can learn how to align their mind with his. As I look around this room. I see everybody under the sound of my voice. Claims that they are saved. And they are a follower of Jesus Christ. That being said. I now know that I have a whole team of followers. That's going to help me. Get this out. So as we're in agreement. Go ahead and lift your heads. Do y'all understand what y'all have to do now? There's one individual in here tonight. That would love to be saved. And we're going to help her when she leaves that matter of fact, if, you, if you, look here. This is so important, y'all, because that person like that lost soul right there. Remember how he talked about he he left the 99 to go get that one. Guess what? Tonight we're going to get that one. Y'all ready? I want y'all to open up your hearts and let it be received tonight as we pray for this young lady. Let's bow our heads again and let's pray for this lady that's reached out for Jesus Christ. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you tonight, we don't know exactly what you're asking us to do. But we know that you want us to be aligned with you so we can save other people to make them disciples and follow you. Father God, someone has raised their hand tonight to the heavens to ask that she be received with something inside of her so she can be aligned, so her mind can be renewed for this year, so she can be a new person, a new creation, and we claim that. We stand in the gap for her because we love her, and Father God, I ask that everyone else in here that did not raise their hand, if you did not, please hear this prayer for your own self to receive the gift that is free for you to have salvation is something that you must need and to go on to change your community to change your life to change your way of thinking to change everything about you and the only way we can do it is to do this together so father god and put your hands of protection upon this young lady this evening And as she walks out of here, let her raise her own hallelujah, knowing that she has been part of the kingdom now. She is part of the family and you have brought her in to receive everything that you need her to have. No more worries. No more stress. Father God, let her have rest tonight, knowing that you and you are the promoter. Father God, as we all stand in here in agreement tonight. She is saved by your healing power. And we pray for these things and ask and we understand that you are the only one that can give this. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, everybody in the house said, Amen.